Amen. We, we greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior. We are so grateful to be here. We're proud to announce that next door as we are having church here, our children and teens are in our new renovated sanctuary. Amen. Let's give God a hand and praise for them. Deacon Lumpkin, so good to see you always. Deacon, our chairman emeritus. Amen. On last week, we said to you that we began this series that we thought we would begin in January but God took us in a different direction and it's simply entitled the Diamond Jubilee series it was my intent uh, beginning in January is to preach year-long series of messages tied to our theme consecrate elevate and, and consecrate elevate and celebrate but then God led us on a very special series entitled Do What Jesus Did. Beginning last week, we went back to this theme and this series. Share with you that first message, let us draw near to God. And here's the second message in this Diamond Jubilee series. The text is found in Isaiah chapter 40. Verses 27 to verse 31, the New King James Version. Let me say how proud I am of all of you that are here. I must confess that I owe y'all an apology. Because last night I just said, you know what? I, I doubted too many folk would come. They lost hours, sleep, it's rainy, cold. But I, I underestimated how much you love the Lord. Dickens Simmons. Despite the weather, I saw Mother Jackson come in and Deacon Lumpkin come in and all of that, Pastor Lawson. I said, I never underestimate God's people anymore. Eight o'clock was phenomenal. You're here at 11 because you've realized something that weather nor time can stop you from praising God. Am I right about it? Somebody, somebody said, I've got a right and I've got a reason and a purpose to praise God. If folk knew your story, they would understand why you had to be here this morning. Amen. Amen. And we say thank you. An iconic passage of Holy Scripture is where our message is taken from this morning. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 27 to verse 31 the new King James Version. Listen to what God says to us in this Diamond Jubilee series. Listen, verse 27. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over by my God. Have you not known, listen, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Listen to this. He gives power to the weak. 
to those who have no might he increases strength mm. even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall but look at verse 31 is where the subject for today's message is found but those who wait on the Lord here it is <laughs> shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint and we ask God's blessings of the reading and the hearing of his word for the next few moments I want to speak to you from this subject renew our strength somebody do me a favor lift those hands to the Lord only if you mean it some of you are already strong enough you don't need to be renewed some of you don't ever go through anything and you got it covered so you are exempt you sit down put your hands down cross your legs look cute okay but for the rest of us whoo, that at times whoo, we almost did not make it <laughs> lift those Holy Ghost filled hands and say Lord renew our strength clap those hands as you take your seat amen renew <laughs> our strength renew our strength listen the Lord as I was preparing this message weeks ago perhaps even months ago the Lord said to me that perhaps there are times in our lives in which we find ourselves just want to make sure I'm in the right place physically emotionally and spiritually exhausted can I just be real from all the daily things we have to go through all the people we have to put up with all the demons seen and unseen <laughs> that we have to fight against tired somebody say tired exhausted listen I told the 8 o'clock audience this morning that last weekend I heard Bishop T.D. Jakes mention this and I just smiled because I had been working on this message and, and quite honestly Deacon Lumpkin I, I, I was kind of struggling on Lord how would I present this in what I like to be optimistic way because I, I, I always believe that you leave people with hope and optimism and then Bishop Jakes <laughs> uh, said something similar to this and I just smiled and God says you got your answer sometimes you can be optimistic but you have to be realistic am I right about it and so the realism in me says that at times 
we are so exhausted and so tired of fighting, struggling, and getting up and battling demons and being wounded in the house of friends. Ooh. And having people who should love you stab you. And have those who say, I'll cover you, betray you. Ooh. Somebody said, tired, exhausted, worn out. Times in which we become weary. Here's that other word. Someone say weary. And we find ourselves in need of a boost. Need of a physical, emotional, spiritual boost. Times in which we can certainly identify with the psalmist who writes in Psalms 119 and verse 28, the NIV translation, my soul is weary with sorrow. Then he writes, strengthen me according to your word. Truth of the matter is we all have at some times in our life found ourselves in need of strength. Times in which we felt as if we were just barely holding on. Those of you who, who work so hard to minister to others, to those of you who do so much, to those ushers and deacons and ministers, parking lot attendants and others who always find yourself doing things. Got up an hour earlier this morning just to be here. It gets tired sometimes. Heard something this morning on the radio. My good friend, Pastor Chris Levy Johnson, said something that caught my attention. I had heard it before, but it resonated with me when he said that statistics say 20% of the people in the church do 100% of the work. <laughs> Some of you were afraid to say amen because <laughs> you're not in the 20%, perhaps. And say 20%. Other people in the church, Pastor Lawson, are responsible for 100% of the work. And so that means at times they get tired and weary. And the head of the usher ministry calls and says, I need you to usher again for a funeral. And they say, Why can't you call somebody else? Because they won't do it. I need you to go visit someone who's sick, why can't you send somebody else? Because they won't do it. Now, if you put the spotlight on them and you promise to call their names and it's in a big crowd, you can fight off people who want to do it. But sometimes the faithful people, praise and worship teams, get weary. Y'all are always here week after week person get weary and then others show in at the last moment and they become the prima donnas but God will remember when others have forgotten this is not unique just to this generation listen let me just share a few examples with you before we get into the text how good people sometimes can get tired and weary and exhausted Jeremiah prophet born in due season 
uh, filled with the Spirit of God even uh, early on. An anointed prophet of God. Jeremiah got tired. The 20th chapter of the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah said, my soul is in derision. He says, I'm weary, Lord. I don't know if I can continue this. He says, they don't respect me. Even the children make fun of me. I, I, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I'll just sit down and not open my mouth. He said, but thy word was like a burning fire. Shut up in my bone. Any witnesses? And then, then I thought about David. David, second king of Israel. David, the greatest perhaps a Hebrew leader ever. David got weary. David had in 1 Samuel, last chapter, a Ziglag experience. David lost everything. Camp burned down. Family had been kidnapped. Those who promised to follow him now wanted to stone him to death. No wonder David writes uh, in Psalms 34 verse 6, David writes this poor man cried and the Lord heard me. Even David sometimes got weary. He said in 1 Samuel chapter 30, he said, I encourage myself in the Lord, my God. How many of you ever had to encourage yourself? Don't fool me. How many of you ever, nobody else was around to pat you on the back, tell you you can make it? How many of you ever had to just encourage yourself? And then perhaps the ultimate example was Jesus. Ultimate example of Jesus, Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, we're introduced to the Gethsemane experience. I'll preach that later this year. And here is Jesus. He had healed so many people. Here is Jesus. He had walked on water. Jesus had turned, uh, uh, he, he, had, he had turned bread, a few loaves, and a few fish, and he fed the multitude. Here is Jesus uh, who healed leprous. But now he is in the garden and, and they can't even pray with him. One hour. <laughs> Jesus, the Bible says, was in English and he was distressed. And he says, Father, uh, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. How many of you ever had your Gethsemane experience? How many of you have been so faithful and yet when you needed people to get your back and stand behind you, there were nowhere to be found. You almost quit. Almost gave up. Found ourselves barely holding on. I'm reminded of perhaps like Samson, we have at times felt as if our enemy has robbed us of our strength. Any witnesses in here? Used to be strong, used to be a hero, used to be able to do things easily, but somehow the wrong person 
sit on your lap. Uh, and now your enemy has robbed you of your strength. But Samson said, Lord, all I need is one more chance. How, how, how many of you know Samson said, Lord, all I need is just one more chance. And the Bible said, Samson's hair gradually grew back. In other words, he had more today than yesterday. And he'll have more tomorrow than the day. Y'all help me encourage somebody and say, neighbor, it will grow back. It will come back. Anybody know that God will renew your strength and God will allow you to put the enemy ashamed who thought that they had shamed you. Don't tell me what God can't do. No weapon! <laughs> Formed against us! We'll pray. Y'all help me encourage somebody and wave your hands and say it will grow back. Tell them it will grow back. Just like God restored Samson's strength, God will do the same for you. All I, not everybody, all I need is just a hand full of folk, just a few of you that believe it's not over yet. And don't judge me by my worst day, but just wait until God turns it around on my behalf. I just need a handful of folk to encourage somebody and say, neighbor, don't get weary. Don't give up. You will reap a season of blessings if you don't give up. Wave at somebody and say it will grow back. Any Samson's in here? Any Samson's in here? Now, in order to admit you are a Samson, you have to admit you've lost some strength and you've become weak. But know that God will restore everything that the devil stole. You've got about 20 seconds to stand to your feet, throw your head back, and give God your best Shabbat praise.
one more time before we sit down. Get on your worst enemy's nerve and say, I will, by the help of God, get it all back. Y'all better sit down before church breaks out. Y'all better sit down before praise breaks out. Y'all better watch out because somebody wants to put a dance on that right now. Somebody is ready to put a praise on, on right now that I'm getting my strength back. I'm getting my hair back. I'm getting my strength back. I'm getting, I'm getting it all back. Everything that the enemy thought they stole. Everything that does not belong to the enemy. I want it. May I preach? Can I preach? Should I? Should I preach this? Mm. Trying to move on, but I'm stuck on getting it back. <laughs> getting it back. Put your hand on your head. Says going back. <laughs> Some of y'all don't have any visible evidence of that, but I'm not, I'm not talking literally. My brother-in-law, Roy Wiggins. But how many of y'all know y'all got some strength that's coming? One more time. Say it's going back. Y'all better watch out. Because when I get my renewed strength, I'm pushing walls down. I'm pushing buildings down. I'm walking over stuff. I'm declaring and decreeing some stuff. Woo! Oh, y'all, let me preach this. In the text, in the text, Isaiah chapter 40, Whew. perhaps the greatest chapter in all of the 66 chapters of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40, in the text the Lord uses the prophet Isaiah to record one of the most inspiring passages in the Bible. Listen, it was written to encourage the people of Israel during what was a very dark and difficult time in their lives. They had lost almost everything. The enemy is threatening to annihilate them. It was a time of great emotional stress and despair. And God did whew, what he had done every time before in times like these. Before he sends deliverance, he sends a prophetic word. <laughs> Elder Corey is important for us to get into the word because see the problem with some of us is that we don't recognize deliverance because we don't recognize the word <laughs> and God says in order for you to recognize and appreciate deliverance you've got to respect and honor his word. So God 
raises up a prophet as he did before. This prophet is Isaiah. Isaiah, the one who writes in chapter 6 uh, that I was distracted. I was young. Uh, I, I hero-worshipped my cousin, King Uzai. And I did not focus on God. But in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. And God called Isaiah and God said to him that, who will go for me? Whom shall I send? And Isaiah said, hear my Lord, send me. And God chooses him and God selects him. God equips him for such a time as this. And God sends Isaiah to speak to these who were depressed, who were under great emotional bondage. God says, I need you to speak a word. Look at the first verse of the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah. It puts it all in perspective of how the Lord begins this text. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1, the New King James, the NIV, all those translations say the same. Comfort, yes, comfort my people. In other words, Isaiah, I'm sending you to a people so that you can comfort them. Look at verse 5, put it on the board, and God speaks to them and said, The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, <laughs> and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. In other words, I, I'm getting ready to send you a comforting word. And then we come upon the text that God has given us for today. Beginning in verse number 7 of Isaiah 27, of I, verse 27 of Isaiah chapter 40. Listen to what he says. He says, why do you say, O Jacob, and speak? O Israel, that my way is hidden from the Lord and my just claim is passed over by my God. In other words, why are you saying God has forgotten about me? Why do you feel abandoned? Why do you feel as if you have no help because you have no hope? And then he drops down to verses 28 through verse 31. And he says this, have you not known? Ooh. Have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary? His understanding is unsearchable. <laughs> he gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What a powerful word. Three key insights lifted from this word that I want to share with you today. Three key takeaways, three key things. Now, now here's your assignment for this week. I want you to read this word, chapter 40, verses 27 to 31, over and over and over again. Take it to work with you. Take it to bed with you. Read this over and remember these three key insights taken from this word. Number one is this. We serve a mighty God. Now, I, I took the liberty to include you, although I know I can't speak for you. But I'm just assuming that there's someone who feels like I do, Deacon Lumpkin, that we serve. Let me try that one more time. Uh, we serve a mighty God. Woo. Can we do it one more time to get on the enemy's nerve? We, y'all help me, everybody, open your mouth and say, we serve a mighty <laughs> Isaiah does not assume that you agree with him. And so he points out five characteristics of this mighty God buried in these verses. He starts out by saying, number one, he is an everlasting God, which means he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, which means God's grace and mercy do not run out. Everlasting God means he'll show up morning by morning. Everlasting God means he neither slumber nor sleep. Everlasting God, there's no expiration date on our God. Everlasting God, he doesn't wear out. He will not walk out. He will not run out. Everlasting God, you can call him late in the midnight hour and he's still up. Everlasting God, he'll be around tomorrow because he was around yesterday and he will be here next week regardless of what goes on. Everlasting God, it doesn't matter who's in the White House as long as God sits on the throne. Ever, I cannot preach to somebody everlasting God it doesn't matter what you're going through God is still a healer God is still a provider and God is still a way maker somebody help me say he is an everlasting God Woo. we serve a mighty God First characteristic of that mighty God, Isaiah said that he is an everlasting God. And then Isaiah said he is the creator of the ends of the earth. All good and perfect things were made by God. God spoke and existence came to be. 
every bird that sings made by God, every insect that crawls, Mother Jackson, made by God, even the snakes and the rats and the worms and the lizards and, and, and the buzzards and everything made by God. God. He is the creator of the ends. Or if it exists, God made it. Somebody know that it was made by God. Even, listen to this, Satan himself was created, good God Almighty, by God. In other words, because he created everything, he knows how to fix everything. Can God not fix it? Somebody say he is a heart fixer and a mind regulator. He created your body. He knows your down settings and your uprisings. Why do you go to anybody but God? Why do you take your problems to anyone but God? Anyone know that God is the creator of the ends of the earth? Somebody say yes he is. Yes he is. The third characteristics of a mighty God, according to Isaiah's description, is he neither faints or is weary. Unlike us, God does not give up. God doesn't faint. In other words, God is not going to get tired and just give up. He does not get weary. Although his son Jesus in his human flesh became weary, but the Abba Father, the Jehovah God, is never weary. Aren't you glad to know that God doesn't get sick and tired of you? Aren't you glad to know that God has not written you off? Who am I preaching to? Because if God got weary, some of us would not be here today. But I am so glad that God knows all my faults but still loves me. God knows all that goes on and still trusts me. God blesses us despite our own self. Somebody say he is not weary. We serve a God that neither faints or is weary. And then the fourth characteristic of this first insight, a mighty God, is that his understanding is unsearchable. That means he understands and knows everything. Here's how the biblical writer puts it. He knows our down settings and our uprisings. And if I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. So y'all stop this mess about nobody understands me. God understands you. He knows every hair that's on your head. God knows every mood you are going through. God knows every, every type of situation you find yourself in. God knows everybody who's your friend and who says they're your friend and not your friend. He understands the real deal. Someone ought to give God a mighty praise for being a mighty God who understands everything 
Uh, here's how the old church put it. Search me, Lord. You know, Lord. Y'all don't know anything about that song. Uh, and they used to say, whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong, you know, Lord. Search me, Lord. How many of you know God knows everything about you? God knows your thoughts. Even afar off. And then the fifth characteristic of a mighty God, according to Isaiah chapter 40, is that he increases strength to those who have no might. Ooh, God will make you strong when you once were weak. Won't he do it? God, let me try this again, increases strength to those who've run out of not only might, but you've run out of fight. <laughs> you just don't feel like fighting anymore. But you went to bed one night, woke up the next morning, and God had renewed your strength. And you felt like running, felt like fighting. That is insight number one. He is a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. Here's the second key insight lifted from this passage. Listen to this. This is so important. Our strength is renewed. Now listen, I have purposely underlined this word as we wait on the Lord. I don't want you to miss this. Your strength is renewed not after you have waited. Did you catch it? But your strength is renewed as you wait. In other words, wait gets stronger. Wait more gets even stronger. Wait the next day stronger than what I was the first day. Can I get a witness? Is there anybody, this is now the 12th day of March in the year 2023. Any of you remember where we were on March the 17th, 2020, entering into COVID, and you didn't know if you can make it now? Now, three years later, someone say, I'm stronger than what I used to be. Anyone now know that you have more strength than what you thought you had? Give God your best praise because when you wait on the Lord, as you wait on God, God will renew your strength. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Throw those hands up and say, Lord, I'm waiting. Lord, I'm waiting. I heard prophetess Juanita Bynum says, I don't mind waiting. Is there anybody in here don't mind waiting? Do me a favor, lift those hands, open your mouth. If you don't mean it, don't do it. Stand to your feet and say, Lord, I don't mind waiting. Come on, someone. Wait at your neighbors and wait. I said on the Lord, be of good courage and wait. Wait, wait, wait. God will turn it around. God will turn it around. In fact, God is already turning it around. Anyone has the faith?
claim it before you see it. As you wait, God will bless you. As you wait, God will strengthen you. As you wait, God will make you stronger. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Don't mind waiting. Don't mind waiting. Don't mind waiting. Wave at a neighbor say, I don't mind waiting. I've been through something. I've been through something. I've come too far to turn around now. Wait. Wait. Encourage somebody and say, wait. Wait on the Lord. And here's the last one as you rest upon your feet all over this place. Look at this. Number one is that we serve a mighty God. Number two, our strength is renewed. What? As we wait. Every day, your hair grows back a little bit more. Every day. You're stronger than what you were the day before. And here's the last one. Ooh, with this renewed strength, we can do three things. Here it is. Come on, here it is right now. With this renewed strength. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, don't miss this. With this renewed strength tell somebody you don't want to miss this tell someone standing next to you say with your renewed strength you will be able to do these three things number one soar like an eagle somebody just flap your wings Woo! there's some eagles in here there's some eagles in here. There's some eagles that know how to fly above the storm. There's some eagles who know how to hold on to a limb on an oak tree and say, I shall not be moved. Anybody ready to soar? Flap your wings and say, neighbor, in the next seven days, you will like an eagle when you go to work tomorrow and sit next to that demon when you see him just say when you see them just say anybody ready to flap your wings anybody ready to flap your wings fly like an eagle fly like an eagle are they any eagles in the house I need some eagles to stretch forth your hand and say Lord I am ready to fly above all of this Woo! come on come on come on come on fly 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 second thing somebody say well pastor I'm not flying then you'll run <laughs> and not be weary Woo! but those who wait 
upon the Lord shall mount up with wings like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. Lord, I'm running for my life. Lord, I'm running, trying to make a hundred. Anybody know you're running and I'm not weary? Keep running, keep running. Cover somebody and say, keep, keep running. And if you can't fly, and if you can't run, then walk, 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 and don't faint. Run and don't be weary. Walk and don't faint. Everybody, take a step. Take a step out of your comfort zone and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I may not be flying. I may not be running, but I can at least In other words, keep moving, keep moving, soar, run, walk, but move, soar, run, walk, but move. Why? Because God has already renewed your strength. Tell somebody God is already worked it out it's all right now it's all right now i got my strength back i got my strength back when you come to church next sunday some of you are going to be bouncing and pastor jackson i got my strength back that demon that i was afraid of i'm not afraid anymore i can speak to the adversaries and get behind me anybody got it back i got it back lord i want mine back somebody's got it back and here's what the Lord told me listen to this if God is your strength and if you need your strength back listen carefully God told me to end this like this come on musician help me a little bit a little bit if God is your strength and the devil doesn't deserve your strength oh good god almighty brother tj the devil doesn't deserve to get on your nerve man you are too anointed i told the devil that's the wrong brother to mess with (laughs) tell somebody i'm the wrong one the devil ought to mess with because i'm gonna get it back and when Samson got his strength back, he pushed down the building where all of his enemies were. Here's what I want. If you need your strength back, if you need God to renew your strength, leave your seats right now. Make your way down those aisles. Stand at this altar. Stand at this altar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pastor William Murphy wrote this song. You are my strength. Strength like 
no other <laughs> strength like no other reaches to me Lord you are my strength Ooh. strength like no other in the fullness of your grace in the power of your name <laughs> I need y'all to do me a favor throw your hands up and say you lift me up Lord you lift me up one more time everybody help me declare you are my strength say it again Lord you are my strength strength light no other Minister TJ praise and worship teams coming to remind us right now Ooh, that you can get it back you can have a bag right now. Come you on. are my strength. Mm. Mm. Strength like no other. <laughs> yeah. Strength like Ooh. no other. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It reaches to me. Lift those hands all over this place and tell them you are. You are my strength. <laughs> Thank you, TJ. Yeah, yeah. Strength like no other. Ooh, uh, Strength like somebody, no we other. We get it back this week. This week. Reaches to me. Ooh. You are my strength. Ooh, uh, strength like no other. to me in the fullness listen cause in the fullness of your grace in the power of your name you lift me up you lift me up oh yeah you lift me up cause in the Say you are my strength. You are my strength. 
like no other. And it reaches, he gives power, verse 29 says, to the weak. <laughs> May I read that again? Don't be ashamed to admit, Lord, sometimes I get weak. Ooh. He gives power. Ooh the weak and to those who have no might he increases strength you're getting it back Ooh. Ooh, I see it I feel it right now I, I, I don't know I feel a special anointing in this place I, I feel a special anointing I, I, I sense in my spirit that God's telling me right now that someone who's been waiting for a long time, God says this week, this week before next Sunday, whew, someone is going to get it all back. Someone's going to get it back. Your waiting has not been in vain. Your waiting has not, you are stronger as you wait, not after you have waited. You are stronger as you wait. As you wait, we are stronger. Listen, we are about to pray. Perhaps there's someone here, someone viewing virtually, and you don't have that relationship with God. See, before, listen, this is very important. Before Samson's hair began to grow back, he had to get something right with God. He had to repent for Delilah. He had to say to God, I gave up all of that just for a temporary thrill and pleasure. And his prayer to God, Lord, I I'm not asking for much. You can even take my life, but I need my strength back. And notice what he said. Go back and read Samson. He says, so that my enemies will know that God is still God. Ah. God's getting ready to strengthen some of you so that when you go to work, they're going to say, there's got to be a God somewhere. You still have joy. You haven't lost your mind. You still can give God your best praise. Oh, come on and tell him again. In the fullness Perhaps there is someone in this building under the sound of my voice and you are not ashamed to say I need my relationship with God restored. Before your strength can be renewed, listen, your relationship 
needs to be restored. Or if you don't have one, if you've never had one, and you want one, I need you to just meet me at this altar and say, Lord, here am I. I'm Samson. I'm Samson. I don't have anything to be ashamed of. I need my strength back. I need our relationship restored. Eternal Father, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for renewing our strength. And you said that as we wait on you, our strength is renewed. And with that renewed strength, we can soar like an eagle. We can run and not be weary. We can walk and not faint. Someone in the next seven days will soar, will run, will walk. <laughs> God, you're getting ready to do something that you will get the glory. And we say thank you. Thank you for those who are not ashamed to say, I need my relationship with God restored. Pastor, I don't care who's watching me. I don't care what they say about me. I need God back in my life because the only way I can get my strength back whew, is that I need my relationship back. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And the church said, amen, amen. Come on, TJ, come on. If you're here and you want that right now, I'll, I'll meet you right here at this altar. Look at God. Thank you. Thank you. Oh Lord, you lift me up. Anybody else? Come on. Somebody come stand with me with this brother. Come on, Ty. Anyone else? Anyone else want to come? God bless you. Look at God. Look at this young lady coming right now. Come on. Lord, I, I need to. 